Hello, and welcome to the Future of Mobility, the KPMG podcast series for global mobility leaders, where we talk about the key trends and issues surrounding global mobility departments and their functions. For today's episode, we talk to Jennifer Link, Managing Director, Tax, Global Reward Services, KPMG in the US. Thanks for taking the time to join me on the phone today, Jennifer. No problem. Thanks for having me. Jennifer, in the new reality of working and and ways in which businesses will operate emerging from COVID-19, what should be top of mind for business leaders when it comes to managing and retaining talent? As companies begin to regain their footing and really realign their workforce with their new strategic business needs in response to the COVID pandemic, I think we're likely to see increased competition in the labor market for qualified resources. Current employers really need to be proactive in assessing their post-COVID talent needs and focus on retaining the key talent that they do have. Forward-looking companies are using their human capital and total rewards data to generate insights and make decisions that can help them mitigate the employee retention risk and unlock new advantages for their entire business. Global organizations are really starting to discover that data analytics can help them identify employees who might pose the greatest risk or threat of leaving the business, and then that allows the company to target their employee retention efforts to this population. Thanks, Jennifer. How are you seeing data analytics being leveraged in these companies, and what are the benefits? Strategic analysis of total rewards, employee profile data, and historical workforce trends delivers deep insights into the current and potential performance of individual employees by appraising their value to the business and responding with appropriately designed reward programs and policies for those employees. Companies are using this data to explore the historical patterns and trends amongst their voluntary departures to unlock the common characteristics of this population, and then applying that to the current workforce to help identify each employee's level of risk in leaving the organization. Such data use typically includes organizational roles, the location of the employees, annual salary, incentive compensation, years to retirement, and more. While individual data points are all informative at any point in time on their own, for example, if you take a look at an annual performance rating, when you look across all data points and the interrelationships among them over a specific period of time, that's where you really see the additional value come through. Jennifer, can you help us understand what a retention risk analysis is and and how can it be beneficial in predicting whether an employee will voluntarily resign from their position? A retention risk analysis uses a statistical approach to determine the data points most impactful in predicting whether or not an employee will terminate. Using those data points, the analysis will calculate a score for each employee that represents their risk or probability of voluntarily leaving the company. The accuracy of this score is then validated by running the analysis on the full historical employee data set of the company to determine if the model, in fact, assigns higher scores to those employees that did go on to voluntarily terminate at some point in time. The assigned score allows the user to determine the level of statistical accuracy of the model, refine it if need be, and then use it to generate risk retention predictions on their active and current employee population. Coupling an employee's retention risk score with performance and career potential data, the retention risk analysis will then classify each employee into one of four categories. You'll have your high performers or high potential employees who are at risk of leaving the company. This is a group that you really want to focus your retention efforts on to keep them in-house. The next group will be your high performers who are likely to remain with the organization and not go elsewhere. 
you want to reward them appropriately for their efforts, but not necessarily focus your retention efforts here. Then you'll have your low performers who are deemed to be at a high risk of leaving. So these employees will likely move on on their own. And then lastly, you'll have your low performers who are not likely to leave on their own volition. And with this group, you might want to explore separation options. Categorizing employees enables an understanding of each employee's contribution to the organization in total across all of the data points analyzed. So with this information, the organization is in a much better position to retain those employees who will likely provide the highest probability of achieving overall strategic and business objectives with an increased focus on those who are likely to leave the company. And Jennifer, do do you think the same approach to retention risk analysis can be applied to every company? Yes and no. Um, This type of data analysis will prove beneficial to all companies for sure, but taking a highly customized approach to compiling and analyzing the data is really critical. There is no one-size-fits-all approach that can simply be applied to every business. Optimal results require precise consideration of key factors that define how each company operates. The use of the data to generate useful insights must be specific to each organization based on its culture, compensation policies, reward policies, and more. Companies can gain a much deeper understanding of their retention risk by developing an analysis of their employee and total rewards data that typically spans a number of historic years. We suggest three to five years as a minimum. Um, You should include data for both your active and voluntarily terminated employees. You should focus on numerous data points about the company and the employee. The analysis should be company and employee specific, and most importantly, it should be able to be easily understood by all stakeholders. A comprehensive analysis that's customized to be business-specific will ultimately provide a holistic view of the organization and help to clearly identify where to focus your efforts when attempting to minimize retention risk. Using this data to strategically and deeply understand your organization in these new ways will position you to make more informed decisions on how to retain employees and provide the appropriate level of reward. And Jennifer, are there other benefits that a company can attain from a risk retention study beyond decreasing voluntary terminations? Absolutely. An analysis like this can also help with things like um, post-COVID talent planning strategies, evidence-based decision-making processes for bonus payouts and equity grant allocations, helping to model share reserve levels, um, providing for closer involvement of the business or an employee's performance manager in the equity granting process, and facilitation of governance discussions at the compensation committee level. Information is really critical in today's rapidly evolving and highly competitive environment. According to KPMG's 2020 Global Assignment Policies and Practices Survey, 30% of companies are using data analytics to drive policy and decision-making. If your business is not taking advantage of the remarkable ability of data to generate a competitive advantage, you need to consider that your competitors might be and that a valuable employee and future leader of your company could walk out the door because you failed to take the necessary steps to retain them. And Jennifer, what other considerations should companies be looking at in regards to data analytics and and, and retention? Companies and businesses uh, need to consider that anytime you use data analytics, it's going to be an iterative process. So whether it be to assess retention risk or some other problem that you're looking to solve, you're going to want to run these analyses or models numerous times. So in the case of retention, you know, we might run this annually um, so that you can put necessary changes in place to your rewards program, but then you're going to want to run this again to make sure that the changes you've put in place are actually benefiting the company and the employee, and you're seeing that level of retention risk um, decrease 
because you're now targeting the right employee population for your retention effort. Thanks, Jennifer. That sounds like a really good place to wrap things up. Thanks again for joining us on the podcast today. It's been really interesting and you've given our listeners a great deal to think about and consider. All right, perfect. Please let us know what you think of this episode. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please email us at tax at kpmg.com. And remember, you can find our latest publications, articles and other material that address the issues discussed in this ongoing podcast series at home.kpmg forward slash future of mobility. Thanks for listening.